Hi, I'm Simon Hartley. And I'm Helen Bone Martin. Welcome back to Pet Talks. Uh, back in November, Dominic and I delivered a session. Uh, it was called World Class Sales. And at the beginning, we asked, what can a, an elite sports psychology consultant and a Hollywood actor actually help you? How can they help you with sales? Um, I delivered the morning on World Class Mindset and Dominic did the after, delivered the afternoon um, on how to create an impact through communication. And it really helped me, it reinforced in me the understanding that communication is really powerful and it's an art form and, and that the little things make a tiny, uh, sorry, the tiny things, the little things make a huge difference. Dominic, you're seeing this all the time at the moment. How are those little yeah. things really impacting on people? And why do business leaders really need to understand the, the, the power of their communication? Yeah, um, we've been catapulted into a whole new era in the last 10 days, haven't we? We're, we're suddenly finding ourselves in this virtual space uh, where we're having to communicate uh, across geography without being able to get people together in the room. Uh, and that poses some, some challenges, but I think it also poses some massive opportunities. And this isn't just something for, for sales teams. Um, this is something for leaders, for people who lead teams or people that need to get their message out, you know, business owners uh, who, who want to make sure that people uh, know that they're still here, know that things are, are still happening. Uh, we, we're facing uncertainty. And I think in those moments, <clears throat> the way that you communicate and the, the frequency that you communicate is absolutely vital. Mm, yeah. How are you helping your clients at the moment? To, to really enhance their communication? Because you're right, they're, they're not face-to-face -face with people anymore. They've got to get this stuff right. What are those key issues that you're helping them work with? I mean, we're, we're, we've been really busy over, over the last couple of weeks. It's, it's been kind of a, a huge demand to work out how we operate in this new space. And a, a lot of that is, is very procedural. It's about how to run uh, effective meetings, uh, how to set up, a, a rhythm to keep everyone connected um, but but some of it as well is working especially with senior leaders on the messaging and on how you really give people reassurance even quite often when you have very little new news to share it's just about making sure that that you're having those conversations that people can see you um, and that people know uh, that you are out there and you are thinking of them yeah. In, in your book to impact you talk about that actually how to deliver that message with confidence under pressure and that that sort of has resonated with me this week you know where we're trying to do a constant review of the situation as you say we don't know what that situation is it's changing every well certainly this week it changed uh, you know kind of dramatically i suppose yeah and what tips and what way should people be communicating on that day-to-day -day basis with their people so, uh, you know, I, I've seen a lot of organizations uh, at the beginning of this start off with email, um, you know, an all, uh, an all hands email saying, you know, we've got this, it's all under control. But actually that, that doesn't create that certainty for the audience. So what we've been encouraging people to do is, you know, to, to switch the camera on, um, whether that's on, on your phone or whether that's on your laptop or uh, tablet, but actually to start being physically visible so that people can see the white of your eyes. And I think that's really, really important from a, a leadership perspective. 
Um, yes, the, the kind of email is, is reassuring, but it's, there's nothing quite like being able to, to see someone, uh, ideally to interact with them. So with a, with a lot of our clients, we've been helping them set up uh, webinars where people can come in and, and, and ask questions, just like they would in an all-hands meeting. Um, but at the very least, encouraging people to just shoot a, a regular video update so people feel that that, that kind of finger is on the pulse. Uh, I had a, a great piece of feedback on, on LinkedIn the other day from um, someone who'd seen a video that I put out about this very topic. Um, and he said to me, I'm, you know, I, I hate video, I hate being in front of the camera, uh, but I took your advice. And at the end of each day, I've started doing a kind of video blog um, for the whole organization. And he said, the feedback has been fantastic. People have actually been sending him messages saying, you know, what you're talking about in the next episode. It's created a bit of a buzz, created that sense of uh, connection. And I think, you know, as we, as we find ourselves physically distant from our teams, ways to create connection become more and more important and video is absolutely one of those tools. Mm. I actually see this as a massive massive opportunity for business leaders because if you think about the the connection that the points of contact that a CEO of a you know several thousand person organization actually has with their people they may only see them a couple of times a year actually through this format they can connect with those people much much more closely um, you and I were chatting yesterday about how, you know, if, if you deliver video content on a regular basis, people will come up to you at conferences and I get the same experience saying, I feel like I know you. Um, and, and yet that's the first time you've actually physically met. Um, this is the power that potentially video has and, and the power that a chief executive or, or you know, senior board member of an organisation has to actually connect with their people. Absolutely. And I, I think we, you know, we need to approach this in a really agile way. So, uh, you know, sometimes corporate comms teams can get a little bit kind of scared that everything's not perfect, the background isn't there, I haven't got the corporate logo on, we haven't been able to put the subtitles up and all of that sort of thing. And this is about rapid response. It's about connecting with people emotionally and, and letting them know that you care. So people are going to be very forgiving of the technicalities. Of course, there's some kind of key things that you can do in terms of maximizing um, the quality of the video, if you like, but actually just getting something out there is is the best piece of advice I've got for you. I, I know for many people that will be um, a, a kind of challenge with the kind of voices in your head will go, oh, I don't like being on video, I don't like seeing myself and all of that sort of stuff. Well, yeah, here's a secret. I've, I've been in a Hollywood movie, I've been in loads of BBC and ITV period dramas. I absolutely hate seeing myself on camera. I hate hearing the sound of my own voice. Um, but I know that I've got a message that needs to be shared. So I make sure that I get myself out there. And share. I think Chris Gibson was talking the other day about the well-being of people. And at the moment, I think what we have found is people are anxious and unsettled. And I think you're absolutely correct to see somebody rather than just read an email. And emails are going to become really a secondary way of communicating now. But actually for them to see you as a leader, you have to be visible in your business and you have to be in... Yeah. In control and and you you know they need to know with confidence and that that's the only way to do it actually mm. absolutely and I think if you can if you can set up a rhythm for that then that becomes very powerful you know can you can you have a a morning check-in or like the, the person that contact me contacted me on LinkedIn um you know an evening an evening roundup are you having a weekly meeting and I would in, I would encourage people to increase the frequency and decrease the duration 
So, you know, team team meetings historically are kind of half an hour or an hour because Outlook tells us they have to be. Um, but actually on video, you can you can keep people's attention for probably a little bit less time. So I'm thinking sort of 15 minutes, 45 minutes, keep things brief, keep things succinct uh, and really make sure that your message lands. For board meetings then, you know, when you take that a step further, as we were saying, that we have a quarter now that, you know, we, there's a finish line and we have to get there for the year. And so how do we become productive in those meetings and how do we run our quarter as we would normally, like starting with a board meeting? What's the tips and tricks for that, for getting into the rhythm of that? So, I mean, a, a very quick thing to, to think about for long meetings, you know, often board meetings are three, four hours, is actually to chunk them up. So do 45 minutes, take a break, do another 45 minutes, take a break. It gives people time to reflect. It gives people time to think. They're going to be more energized, more productive than if they are just sort of sitting uh, on, on their backside. So, um, you know, I, I think that's probably the place to start is looking at the, the duration of the, the interactions that you've got and thinking, how can we make this more manageable um, and, and allow people to stay focused? Mm -hmm. When we were chatting yesterday, uh, one of the things that you really reinforce with me again is the importance of having really clear messages, um, taking out any vagueness, taking out any ambiguity and, and helping people to really understand what we need to do um, and, and how we need to do it in a, in a very, very simple, clear way. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I think, you know, if, if we look at globally how this has all panned out, there's, there's been a lot of mixed messaging um, from, you know, in the political space from from world leaders, um, at creating a little bit of uncertainty. What can I do? What can't I do? Um, and the the more direct you can be in those sorts of times of uncertainty, the better. The analogy I'd use is a is a firefighter. You know, if you if you if, if you're in a burning building, the 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 kind of gold command needs to turn up and tell you move over there now. They don't need to kind of have a conversation with you and say, would you mind awfully leaving the house because it's on fire right now? We we need empathy. Um, we need that kind of emotional connection, but we also need to be direct and assertive. Uh, assertive doesn't mean aggressive and I think a lot of people confuse those two you know you, you can be very directive without being um, you know nasty so how can you give people certainty how can you make your message succinct um, and allow people to know what the steps are that you're taking or the steps that they need to take so that there's no ambiguity yeah that was one of the really really powerful things that I took away from that session that um, you delivered in November um, the importance of understanding not just what people are going to know from your message or even do but how they're going to feel from this message yeah. I mean that's absolutely critical right now isn't it yeah absolutely and uh, you know we we're often very good at, at knowing the kind of information the detail that we want to get across most people don't stop to think about how they want people to feel at the end of it so I'd really encourage you to to think about you know, what's your emotional intention? What what impression do you want to leave behind? A lot of what we're going to be doing right now is around reassurance. It's about you know letting people know that we that we care. Um, it's a it's about giving people clarity. It's about giving people certainty. So think about the emotional quality of, of the way that you're delivering. Kind of bake, bake that in. If you're doing a three-minute video, for example, then, then think about having a kind of emotional journey that you might be taking people on. So that the, the first 
section um, might be to educate them on uh, on the steps that you're taking. Um, then it might be to reassure them that everything's going to be uh, okay and that we have a, a plan and that we're expecting to come out of this in, in three months' time. Um, and then it might be to, to energize them and say, you know what, we've got this, we've, we've got this time on our hands. Um, we've got this opportunity to to be working from home, spending time a bit more time with our families, not having to do the commute. So, you know, what can we build? What what um, ideas can we come up with? I mean, I, I think there's that if we can flip this positively, there's a, there's a great opportunity for organizations to be allowing their staff some of that, you know, Google 20% um, time where we can go away and we can have a little bit of a think and we can come up with new ideas and, and new ways to solve our, our customers' problems. So as a leader, uh, whether that's of a small team or, or of an entire organization, you have a great opportunity here to empower your uh, employees and actually getting them thinking in a, in a new direction so that when we do come out of this, and there is a certainty we will come out of this, um, and when we do, there are going to be some companies that are going to be ready uh, on that starting line and they're just going to take off. And there are going to be other people that are still kind of sitting around uh, wondering what to do. I, I, I encourage you to be those companies that are going to be ready um, because there, there's a lot of opportunity out there. The, the business at the moment, we have to build resilience to get through this period. And then we have to build capacity to recover quickly. So I think that's what you're saying, yeah. you know, just start our working life in this new environment next week and have what that looks like. And I think the resilience is the first thing. And then if we, look at how we build capacity and how we connect. I think that would be, that, that's really where we want to. Uh, personally, I, I think you've just 100% um, demonstrated why video is an incredibly powerful tool. Because if we'd have taken your words and written them into an email, we would not have conveyed <laughs> your energy, um, your positivity. We wouldn't have conveyed any of that stuff. We wouldn't have conveyed the fact that you truly believe that we're gonna get through this and that we'll come out stronger. That would not have come across in the email but it comes across perfectly when you deliver it through video. Absolutely. And just a, you know, a quick tip on that for people. I, I, I think you need to think about with the camera, just increasing your energy by about 10 to 15%, um, because the camera does sort of suck the energy away from you. It's the kind of technique that I used to use as an actor to get that kind of focus so that people really feel what's going on. Um, and, and, and have that emotional response when they're sitting in their living rooms or sitting in their home office um, watching this on, uh, on their computers. Uh, just, to, just to pick up on what I said, I, I'm, I'm not for, for a second kind of advocating kind of cracking the whip and, and, and getting things moving in that way. I think actually the great thing we have right now is space. We have space and we have time. And if we use that time wisely, um, then I think we have some uh, exciting times ahead. Dominic, thank you very, very much. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you as always. Um, Helen, thank you. And uh, we'll see you all again for the next episode of Pep Talks. Take care. Thanks for having me. Take care.